place it comfortably. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone online. Uh, To give a title to this talk tonight, which will be a brief talk, it's on um, a term you've probably all heard before, which is um, spiritual bypassing. Are you familiar with the term? Yeah. Um, I was um, having coffee with a couple of um, uh, friends of mine who, the other day, who are also um, psychotherapists and the term, and Buddhist practitioners, and, so, and the term spiritual bypassing came up in the conversation and I immediately thought, yes, that would be a good topic for a dance talk. <laughs> and um, it's not surprising that that's a, a term that would come up when some psychotherapists come together because um, psychotherapy, amongst other things, is a, a way of understanding how ourselves and other people um, end up having defence mechanisms, you know, as a way of um, avoiding painful emotions and experiences that are unpleasant to have. And spiritual bypassing is another kind of defence mechanism, in a sense. It's, a, it's an avoidance mechanism. And um, by a happy coincidence, um, the, the reading that was chosen tonight is by, was by John Wellwood. And John Wellwood was the person who actually coined the term spiritual bypassing. And I'll start by the definition of it, according to him. is that It's using spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep personal, emotional, unfinished business, to shore up a a shaky sense of self or to belittle basic needs, feelings and developmental tasks. And it's an attempt to rise above our shaky ground. Um, and what we are bypassing are, is often experiences of um, low self-esteem, you know, or, or social isolation. And um, if, we, if we look at what the um, indications are, you know, as to whether we're, we're doing that or not, um, it's often a matter of Um, being caught up in the identity of an ideal of being a spiritual person. Um, And one of the things that we'll experience if we do that is if we're living up, living to an ideal, you know, being a kind, compassionate, equanimous person all the time, and then in our everyday life we're actually getting angry and frustrated and annoyed, you know, and fearful, then what our challenge is, then, then what occurs, to use a psychological term, is that we experience what's called cognitive dissonance. In this, and what that means is that we're thinking one thing and thinking one thing is the reality, but the reality is different and we're kind of a bit out of sorts and a bit confused. And, um, and if we have an ideal of how we are spiritually, but it's challenged by the reality of how we feel in everyday life, then what's one thing that's important is instead of dismissing the cognitive dissonance, go towards it. Like be, be curious about it. How come? How come this confusion arises? Something's not settled in my mind. And, and it's through that that we perhaps explore that we would cling to an ideal rather than just being as we are 
moment to moment. But some of the other symptoms of, um, of spiritual bypassing is um, to be acting in an over-compassionate kind of way, an over-kind kind of way, as though we've, we've got to demonstrate to ourselves and other people that we're being kind all the time. And is, is anyone kind all the time? <laughs> Maybe not. Is everyone compassionate all the time? Or to everyone? So it's a matter of really acknowledging all of our experience as it comes up. And if you reflect on the words of John Wellwood in the, in the reading we did before, what's embodied in that is really the whole key to not spiritually bypassing, and that is to be able to accept everything that arises in your mind. Whether it's an unpleasant emotional experience, whether it's fear, anger, whatever it is, you don't just you don't judge it, you just allow it to be there and you be curious towards it and you befriend it. Uh, and if you do that, then then the likelihood of spiritually bypassing, you know, starts to diminish. So it's really in simple words, spiritual bypassing is an avoidance mechanism. You know, and the way it played itself out in, in Zen practice years ago when I was involved in it is people were aiming at special experiences, you know, special insight experiences called Kensho, Satori, etc. And that was the whole aim. And you just concentrated your whole mind on those experiences and had them. And when you had them, well, your life would be transformed and everything would be wonderful from there on in. But as we, you know, naively found out along the way, that wasn't quite the way it worked out. And a lot of people who even had deep spiritual experiences um, realised there was a lot of um, psychological work they needed to do to process things. It doesn't just, it's not the magic cure to everything. And it becomes an avoidance mechanism. And so when you think of what the, the basic principles of um, Buddhist psychology are in the Four Noble Truths is that suffering is caused by um, grasping and avoidance. Um, well, that's one of the things we, we also avoid. Um, we avoid unpleasant emotions, like particularly like fear and anger and shame. And um, if we don't if we keep on using the practice to avoid those unpleasant feelings to somehow tries and rise above them, we never integrate them, and they keep coming back to bite us. Uh They're never addressed. Um, One of the other ways that um, spiritual bypassing occurs, it's not just in, in religious groups or spiritual groups like Christian or Buddhist groups, but it also happens um, politically um, around political correctness. That's a kind of, can be a form of, of spiritual bypassing as well. I just make a, a, an intellectual decision that I have no racism or sexism or whatever, and then I'll point the finger at everyone else. Do you know who, who does that? And it's not as simple as that. You know, to really, to really have compassion towards all, all people from all walks of life, regardless of gender or class, or race or whatever, um, to do that, would to be enlightened like the Buddha, you know, to really have that genuine 
um, non-judgment towards all, all people. And um, uh, again, it's, it's, a, it's indicative of spiritual bypassing if we're being self-righteous and we get caught in that. You know, or, um, and it also can become an indication of a, a spiritual bypass to where there's an unhealthy kind of um, idealising of gurus and teachers and so on. Um, so we've just got to put our faith in the in authority and then everything will be all right and taken care of us. That's another another way that it can um, manifest. Other ways it can manifest is in um, being uh, overemphasizing positivity uh, and um, and being overly detached so you don't need other people or you don't care what they think of you. But then, to use as an example, you know, if you you think, well, you're so non-attached, you don't need other people, but some cognitive dissonance actually comes up in your life because you're realising you're wanting the approval of other people. Well, then that's something to be curious about and to go towards rather than avoid. So, if we come back to John Wellwood's um, reading tonight, you know, about developing unconditional friendliness towards ourselves, you know, matrix towards ourselves. If we if we have the the willingness and the conviction to apply that to every experience that comes up in our mind, not just the positive, pleasant ones, but every experience that comes up, um, then the likelihood that we'll misuse practice to spiritually bypass probably won't occur.